Does talk about mental health touch your soul? Are you also a tarot lover? If so, have a seat. Grab yourself a cup of tea and relax because it's time for an episode of Swords of Depression hosted by Miriam Slosberg. Hello there, Miriam Slosberg of Swords of Depression, and I hope you're doing well. So today we're going to talk about the Moon Tarot card, as it's the 18th card of the Major Arcana. It signifies intuition, dreams, and imagination, and this card can also represent fear or an insecurity, indicating uh, potential growth as well. However, it can also mean dishonesty, illusions, and things just are not as they seem. Uh, things are not they're just not the way they seem. So, I mean, it can describe anything that's hidden as well as your shadow self. So it's actually one of the most confusing cards in the major arcana. So let's go over the appearance and history of the moon tarot card before delving into it further. So the moon card has been around for centuries and its history is steeped in legend and mythology. One of the earliest references to the moon tarot card is found in the book uh, called the Key of Solomon, which was written in the 1400s. The moon card is referred as the sister of the sun and is associated with creativity, intuition, and deception in the book. So if you look at the moon tarot card in the Rider-Waite-Smith tarot deck, you'll see a full moon in the sky in the background. The moon is between two tall towers as the moon symbolizes intuition and anything in the subconscious, including... Uh, subconscious, including dreams, since the light of the moon is dim compared to the sun, as it only lights up the path between the two towers just a little bit. So the ground contains a tiny pool representing the subconscious mind and a crayfish coming out, which means the conscious is beginning to unfold. So there's also a dog and a wolf standing in the grassy area, representing aspects of your mind that are more tame and wild. So let's take a look and see what the moon means in a reading. So in a reading, the moon can su suggest that it's time to listen to your intuition and trust your instincts. You may be experiencing some emotional turbulence, but this is only temporary. Trust that things will eventually calm down and you'll find your way again. The moon is also a sign of transformation, so be prepared for changes in your life. I mean, these may not be comfortable or easy, but they'll lead to growth in the long run. It also can mean that issues from the past are clouding your present life, and there's a lot of fear causing you not to do things in the present that stem from the past. But again, that's because all of the negative stuff from trauma and negative past experiences causing fear to get into the way. So this is a card that you would associate with PTSD and CPTSD, as you would be fearful of doing so many things if it brings you back so many traumatic memories. So if you had childhood trauma or any trauma, regardless of how old you are uh, or how old you were when it happened, I don't have to tell you that even, you know, I don't even have to tell you that even after one incident, that being the case. And there's a lot to talk about regarding Risa Green and the moon. But before I get into that, I'm going to go over other scenarios where the moon tarot card comes in. So as I said before, the moon is associated with illusions and anything fake or not what it seems. So it's related to something that's just too good to be true. So for example, you can imagine this being the case when it comes to catfishing. You already go out there and begin dating. And when you join a dating app and create a profile, you're going to start finding 
others. And then eventually you find someone on there who looks like a potential match for you. You talk to that individual and they seem pretty good and they're like pretty good looking. They show a lot of interest in you. They share fascinating things about themselves and they want to learn more about you. However, each time you talk about meeting, that individual finds excuses not to meet you. So think about it. If someone shows interest but does not want to meet you, that's a significant red flag. That person is probably catfishing you. And you don't have to go. And, and that's the thing. You don't have to go very far to come to that conclusion. I mean, you need to actually go with your intuition in situations like that. Remember, if it seems to be too good to be true, then it is. So the moon also represents your dreams. What's in your subconscious, attempt, attempting to tell you what's going on that you need to know within yourself. That's why it's always a good idea to keep a dream journal by your bedside, as dreams are full of symbolism that you need to pay attention to, as these are messages from your subconscious. You're going to want to jot it down right after waking up, or else as the day progresses, your conscious mind will cloud it, and you're going to forget your dream. That's another another aspect of the moon. So let's now talk about how the moon plays a role in Risa Green's life, okay? And as you see, it plays a significant role, unfortunately. As you know, she's highly self-conscious and has allowed her shadow self to take over. She's very self-deceptive, which means she knows deep down that she has some significant problems in her life, that she denies it. She's another example of how trauma caused her to behave the way she does, and she has so many childhood wounds and unprocessed trauma that are taking over her life, but she doesn't acknowledge any of it. Another way that the moon relates to Risa is because she appears on the outside like she's the kindest soul without any agendas. She makes herself look good by giving money to the homeless and appearing to be there for everyone. She seems that she's just too lovely, but the reality is no one is too nice and no one should be too nice. The truth is she is an echoist who does not have a voice of her own. She appears sweet on the outside, but is full of anger, rage, and resentment on the inside. Therefore, she's not as lovely as she seems. What about the moon in reverse? So let's go over that. So when the moon is in reverse, it can either mean releasing fear, unveiling mysteries, or being in a prolonged period of unhappiness. It can also represent insomnia or having unusual dreams. I would think it also represents having strange sleep issues such as sleep paralysis and um, the exploding head syndrome, you know, where you all of a sudden hear these loud banging noises as soon as you're falling asleep or waking up. And sometimes you see flashes of light. That's the exploding head syndrome. It's I've had that once. It's uh, actually quite disturbing. I've had sleep paralysis a few times, too. Quite scary. So. All right. So anyway, everyone has related to the moon in reverse the same way that they have related to the moon upright for one reason or another. So getting out of your comfort zone is an example of the moon in reverse as it could, as it means that you're beginning to release fear. It can also represent the truth, which falls in the same area as unveiling mysteries. Again, think back to the example I provided about the catfisher. Imagine you find out that a charming individual who you found on the dating profile was not anything like they claimed to be. Maybe they used an old picture of themselves when they were younger and better looking, or a picture of someone else. But you found out. Now they look nothing like how they presented themselves. That's a moon in the reverse situation. 
And when that happens, that's always so disheartening. So going back to Risa, the moon in reverse fits when it comes to being perpetually unhappy. Yes, she has depression, but she also does not do anything to help it. Instead, she allows herself to stay low and keeps herself in sad situations. And when depression is taking over like that, that is when the moon in reverse um, comes in. That's, that is definitely a moon in reverse situation. So now that you have a good understanding of the moon upright and reverse, let's talk about how you can apply it into your life. All right, so the moon reminds you to stay grounded in your intuition and imagination, even when things are tough. So really, that's the best way to apply the card in your day-to-day -day stuff. Always trust the feelings you have deep down, which is your intuition. And it's it's not easy to do that if you're emotionally attached to something. Still, you can't avoid your intuition and only focus on your emotions or else it's going to blow up and hurt you in the end. So intuition is that feeling you get deep down with no emotional attachment. So when that happens, you have to go with it. Also, you can apply the moon card when it comes to you stirring your creativity. If you want to write a blog post or do some art or even do some problem solving, you can take the moon card and meditate with it if it, if it helps you. I mean, that, that does help. So that is how you apply the moon card in your life. And the next card I'm going to talk about is the sun. And there is only one more week of going over the major arcana cards after this. I hope you've been enjoying this journey as much as I have. Talk to you soon. Take care. It's a wrap. And if you want to learn to read the tarot for free, along with some quick and easy spreads, head over to miriamreadstarot.substack.com.